0: What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thought. <laughs> Baby! Oh, fuck no! <laughs> I don't mean, please don't start, bro. I don't even know why. You ain't gonna even ask me how my day went. Let me take this whole off. Because you ain't about to embarrass us today. <laughs> First of all, let me just say, we had a good time in Miami for your birthday. We did. I've had a great birthday. I know you did. Let me see. No. What? Girl, i acting like we ain't used to nothing. Because we ain't. I am. Don't do that. Well, speak for yourself, (laughs) bitch. I said, your very own Rolly. Remember on Sex and the (laughs) City? My My very own Louis (laughs) Vuitton. I said, bitch, I know That's why the person went up. yeah, you know, mm, light. It's, it's light. It's cute. Got the diamonds and everything, bitch. You got doing it, a little bizzle. I know that's too right. crazy. That's okay. Besides, yeah, we gonna get there. You know, though. shout out to um, you know, my my gifts giver. Oh, he gonna get a nickname? No, why not? Cause. I feel like niggas, when they get a nickname on the show, you've made it to a certain po- yeah, point in our life. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel like, you know, thank you. But... <laughs> Yo, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you that man just got you a Rolex. What am I doing? You don't even be letting me finish what I'm saying. All I was about to say is, like, thank you. I appreciate the gifts because I do. But it's just kind of like, you ain't even took me on a date. Mm. we talked about this though. I gotta act like I don't know for the audience. Okay, but yeah. (laughs) Really? Interesting. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, okay, so like this guy, you know what I mean? He, how long he been having my number? For probably like Three months. I was just about to say three years. No, he been having my number for like two, three months. Okay. And, um, we be texting all the time. And like, he was supposed to take me on a date like five times. Mm. But it's just always something end up happening. Mm-hmm. And then we don't go on a date. And then he'll ask me, do I want to link and go like smoke hookah and stuff. And then it be late at night. And it's like, no, I don't want to go smoke hookah and stuff. I want to go on a date. And right. then he even like, you know, done invited me to his house a few times. I'm not coming to your house. We ain't even went on a date. So... When he, when he bought me the watch for my birthday, I was really shocked because I had texted him. He had told me happy birthday, mm-hmm. and I was like, thank you. And then he was like, oh, uh, he, what he said? I'm trying to think what he said. He said, um, how's your birthday going? And I was like, it's going good. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you been cheating on me. And I'm like, no, I haven't. And he was like, well, what that other nigga got you? Because I got a top him. Baby, he's seen that Chanel. You need to not worry. That wasn't a birthday gift, though. <laughs> Well, shit on me. Cause it wasn't. The dawn, like (laughs) that. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, side <so>, note. <laughs> I gave myself a new nickname, oh y'all. Oh, my God. I hate it here. So, I finally got me. Look, my, uh, I had a good time, too. I don't mean to interrupt your story, but I need to tell them why I'm calling myself the Don. <laughs> so, when Big Papa came out here, he gave me a bunch of money, and then he bought me a little bag. I got me a little Louis bag. So, I said, my name is Louis Vuitton Don. 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 And the whole time we was in Miami, <laughs> this hoe was calling herself the Don. <laughs> Anytime anything will happen, she talking about, mm-mm, the Don don't like. Like that. She showed sure didn't. <laughs> she showed sure didn't. But anyway. So, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So, yeah. So, like, you know, he was like, oh, I got a top whatever like this person got me. And I was like, well, you don't need to worry about what somebody else got me. Just worry about what you getting. Mm-hmm. So, when I pulled up and it was a watch, I was really shocked because I thought it was going to be like a purse or something. Right. I, I was honestly shocked too. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a purse or something. He want that coochie bag. <laughs> He want that coochie bad. He do want a little coochie. <laughs> he do. He's putting up. He said, I, he's Cliff not getting and away from to, me. Then I had to play it off like I wasn't impressed. Bro, I this hoe was, like, was like, "Bitch, I got a rollie." I know you was excited. I'm talking about, "Bitch, let me see." I was, she like, was like, "I gotta play it I, cool. Yeah, when I opened the box, I said, "Oh, these cute. Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst. He's talking about it's cute. I said, yeah, he's cute. Thank mm. you. But yes, I mean, I don't know. He cool, though. Yeah. You know, he he a cool nigga, but mm-hmm. he needs to take me on a date. So I hope he see this. Um, did, so you said he was inviting you to hookah lounges. Does he smoke hookah? I don't think he... Oh, no, he do. He smoke hooks? Let he do just smoke say, hookah. We, we don't got, like niggas that smoke we hookah. We do not like guys who smoke... I just realized this. Like, I hate when I'm somewhere and I'm smoking a hookah, and the nigga, like, pass me the hookah, bay. No. Nigga, where is your blunt? <laughs> Roll that shit up, nigga. Where is your you was fucking ordering uh can I get a watermelon mint? Girl. No, nigga, where is your blunt? Hey, speaking of niggas that smoke hookah, so like I went to Dallas this past weekend for my best friend Jasmine's birthday. Happy and, belated jazz. Yes. Well her birthday actually next week. Oh uh, well my sister's birthday was yesterday, so happy Happy birthday. belated to, uh, my to sister, the other jazz. Jasmine. But um, yeah, girl. So we went to Dallas and we she had got a section. Or whatever, we turning up in the section. I bought two hookahs for everybody Ooh, in the section. Big money, no, big money. I like that. Period. The Don like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about to name this episode The, the Don, Don, Don" Like That. Cause the Dawn do like that. <laughs> huh. So I got, I got two hookahs for the section or whatever. It was like 12 girls but like some of them didn't smoke hookah. Mm-hmm. So I got two of them and then all of a sudden these two dudes came. So you know Jasmine and I hadn't had a conversation prior to the dudes coming to the club so I'm thinking like maybe these some cool niggas that she know from Dallas cause you know she lived there for a year. right? So I'm like maybe these some of her partners. Come to find out she didn't even know these niggas. One of them was like the boyfriend friend of her homegirl sister oh, and like shit. the whole time that they was there they kept begging to smoke the hookah pass me the hookah pass me the hookah what did you buy one no but then they kept asking me to pass it, and it's like my nigga i paid for this shit mm-hmm. if you want a hookah order one or better yet why the fuck is you smoking hookah where is your blunt you at could at nigga? least have a black and mild well, at, least. <laughs> at least a backwoods something nigga something. God damn. Smoking the damn watermelon men hogging the shit from all the bitches. <laughs> you scaring the bitches, bro. You scaring the bitches away. <laughs> no, niggas love to scare the bro. bitches off. That's their favorite activity. Then they had bought a bottle, right? Like, for her birthday. And uh-huh. they was like, well, what do you drink? And she told them tequila. Why this nigga go order crown apple and nobody at the table drink crown apple? Not that first sweet all, ass who shit. who even drink crown apple? Crown, ugh, crown apple thicker than me. I hate that shit. I remember when crown apple first came out. People, everybody was so hype. People, I was too. People being me. The dog <laughs> like, used to love <laughs> some Crown Apple now. When Crown Apple came out, everybody was so hype. I remember when they bought me a little purso bottle. Oh! because I ain't eat nothing too big. I ain't drink like that back then. You, know? you was very classy. I was very classy. Based. You were very much classy. But yeah, Um, why mm-hmm. would he ask her what she drinks at... And there then my, to order, order right, to order Crown Apple. Like, that's a whole another topic for another time. We can go in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but yeah, we had a great we had a great time. Okay. Then Miami was cool. Yeah, Miami was lit. I birthday, feel like me, you and Kiki. It was like a relaxing Jasmine. vacation. We went out at night and turned up, but we also got a lot of like R&R. And we just got a break. I feel like a lot of times people think all me and Drea do together is be like, oh poor minds, poor minds. But bitch, when we be out of town, we don't ever really even talk about the show. Like, nah, we don't. We, we really just be don't. turning, just up, and be turning having, up, having fun, having a good time. And we was very lit in Miami. We ate very, very good. What, y'all? Let me tell y'all about this girl. Wait, what? to me? No, you better not tell them. I'll beat your ass. Okay, I'll save it for the Patreon. I will beat. Your ass. I'm crying. You need to go to jail. You just need to go to jail. But we ran into some listeners out there. So let me just say real quick, when I saw the girl, I hope she watches this, I felt like I came off kind of rude, but I was drunk. She was like, she was like, Lex P, and I'm like, I was, like, waving at her. And then when she said your name, I realized, oh, she's a listener of the show. She was like, hey, Dre," And I was like, oh, hey. But I looked a mess. I was drunk. So (laughs) if that was you, girl, I'm sorry. I was just drunk as fuck. Um, We did. We met a few listeners. Yeah, we ran into a message. I I met met a girl at Opera in Dallas Mm -hmm. with Jasmine yesterday. I met a girl there. She walked up to me in the club and was like, oh, my God, I love poor minds. I listen to poor minds. Oh, I love when that I feel like at this point, we can't go nowhere. The Don like that. The Don like that. (laughs) The Don do like that. I like that, too. Okay, let's get into these topics, bitch, because I feel like when we haven't recorded for a week... We be having so much to talk about. Okay, like we haven't already talked about these. How we went just on the phone <laughs> on the way here. When I walked into the meeting last week, Chad was like, why are y'all on the <laughs> phone on the way to a meeting Just like just now. <laughs> we got when I got here. Okay, so let's get into these topics. So this first topic came from a close friend of mine. I won't say her name because I know her nigga be watching the show. Mm, you know what's crazy? Who? Oh. A lot of the girls got found this show from their dude. A girl actually tweeted he was mm-hmm. that she was like, um, I found out about this show from my um ex boyfriend. I've been dealing with him for a long time, and he actually told me that he didn't want me didn't want me to know about the show because it was gonna empower me and I was gonna leave him, and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I said, Nigga, you watching this shit getting free game and you still lost your bitch? You deserve that shit. Nah, but it is. It's way more men that listen to the show than I think that I noticed, you know? Mm, I don't know. But we're going to get into that in a second. Mm. Ooh, first things first, though, we're going to talk about if you think your man is cheating, but you're not going to leave, what do you do? Mind my business. You're not going to say nothing at all? Mm-mm. Why? Because why? If I'm not going to leave. <laughs> But, to me, that's so stupid. But you're, allo- you're going to allow him to continuously disrespect you with you knowing. If you with me knowing. Like, you know that he's cheating. So you're not going to tell him, hey, nigga, clean this up. You got your bitches out here. Let me tell you something. I think it just depends. I feel like a lot of the time, to me, to me, in my personal opinion, women that choose to turn a blind eye to their man cheating on them, you're usually doing that because you need that nigga. Like, you need him financially or you need him for some reason. Or maybe y'all have kids together and you just want to keep the family together. Yeah. You don't want to get divorced or whatever, whatever. So, I feel like they do that for a reason. You know what I mean? So, you don't. Want to say nothing and fuck up your situation? Me, I'm gonna say something. and I'm okay. also gonna stop fucking with you though. Oh, so you're you would so leave if a man was cheating? Me. You would leave your. If man- you being sloppy about it, absolutely. Because okay. like we had a conversation about this on the show numerous times, how we both feel like you know most men and cheat, all men cheat. Thank you. But <laughs> I was about to say. Tahir said no. <laughs> Tahir shaking his head. That's a faithful man right there. That's <laughs> but, a good man. Amen. <laughs> But, yeah, so, um, I definitely feel like with me having that mentality, I feel like my man probably going to do him. Mm-hmm. But if you do things to where I don't know nothing about it, at least in my mind, you have a certain level, at least a little bit of respect. Right. A little bit. Well, you know, because you, don't want me, because you don't want me to find out about it and you keeping them hoes in line. To mm. so me, niggas who move sloppy and just do whatever they want to do and don't care if they be trying to die. Number one, that nigga don't really fuck with you. Mm. And he don't care about losing you. Mm. You know what I mean? Number two, I don't know. I just feel like you shouldn't be with a nigga like that. Right. You shouldn't be with no nigga who don't care whether or not you know track. about his infidelities, you know? Because mm, I think it's fucked up to have, it's fucked up to cheat on your bitch, period. Right. I'm not saying that it's okay. You right. know what I mean? Me and Lex are never being advocates for being a cheater, for right. men being cheaters. Right. But what I'm saying is I do think especially once you deal with certain type of men, it's kind of unrealistic to Well, this girl believe. that she dealing with, he ain't that certain type of man. Oh, okay. Well, so let me ask you okay. this: Your man is cheating. You're not leaving, and you know how would you approach the situation? I wouldn't say nothing. You would just leave. Does she need him? I'm just asking. No, no, not at all. Okay. Well, then I would say something and then I would leave. I, I agree. feel like if you're gonna say something, you, you need, need to, to leave. leave because what's the point? If you say something and then you don't leave, bitch, you're not putting your foot down. Mm. If mm. you continue to state and you just showing that nigga you okay with the disrespect, mm. and you okay with, him, with allowing him to keep disrespecting you and playing in your face, mm. you're not about to play in my face. Period. Not at least without me knowing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I know, you playing, if you, I know <laughs> you playing, you got me fucked up. No, I definitely agree with that because, like I said, it's a level of respect. I cannot fuck with somebody that I know is disrespecting me. It's a difference when you actually fucking know. Like I said, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I feel like all men cheat, but it's a difference if you really don't know cuz I don't What I tell y'all every fucking episode. I don't want to know if you're playing me. Please don't let it show. Period. Ignorance is bliss. I want to be happy. I want to think that you're the perfect man in the world cuz the don like that. That's what the dawn Bro. like now, the dawn like to be happy. <laughs> I don't want no sadness. We don't want no drama. No more pain. No, no more pain. pain. No, no drama, more. no more drama. I don't like that shit. So I feel like yes, ignorance is bliss cuz sometimes different things are cheating the people. I define cheating as if you do something with someone that you cannot tell your spouse that you're doing. Right. Whether it's a conversation, whether it's the way somebody makes you feel, a hug, a kiss, anything that you matter. cannot do in front if of you your spouse. you can't share that shit with me, your ass it's a, che- it's a cheating situation. And emotional cheating to me is worse than... Oh, that's than, way worse. Yeah, that's it's way worse fucking than worse. sexual Ooh. cheating. I'm not gonna lie. Even I—I've I, been honest before. I've been a side chick in the situation, right? So, but even being a side chick in that situation at the time, I looked at that nigga like you are a fucked up person because it was like an emotional thing. I remember. <laughs> Why you make that face? <laughs> it was a struggle. But it was. It I mean, w- that shit was deep. If I was that bitch, I would have wanted to beat your ass. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. I would've wanted to beat your ass, cause you got me fucked up. I mean, honestly, and I'm and I'm not trying to be the only reason that they're together is because I cut it off. I was like Well you think that they would have got a divorce? Uh no. I'm not well I honestly I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that he would have or wouldn't, but I was just not about to let that shit go on anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just too fucking much. But um Yeah. <laughs> yes, if uh your man is cheating cool, and you're not gonna leave I figure that you just need some uh, self esteem. I, if you know that your man is cheating, and you're not gonna leave and you're not gonna say nothing, yeah, take up for yourself. Have some fucking pride. Like you supposed to feel like I'm that bitch and this nigga is scared to lose me. But if he's just doing whatever and being sloppy with it, that nigga just don't care. Make that nigga come get it back in blood. Period. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't understand it, and I don't respect that Like I think that's the lamest shit you could do as a woman is to allow a man, man to disrespect to you and walk all over you, and you just keep putting up with it, whether it be for like, like I said, financial gain, material things, whatever. It's like none of that shit is worth your dignity. And not at only the end that, of the day. and I can just, and I'm just saying that too because. I'm gonna be honest, like I've been in a situation like that before where I let somebody play in my face just because they was doing shit for me. Never again. And I will not, and I will say this once a man knows that you know that he's cheating and you're not leaving, he's gonna think of you like, damn, bitch, you pathetic. I am literally not lying to y'all. I had a situation in my family that. Uh, a man was cheating on a woman I don't want to specifically say what relatives because I don't want to get my ass beat for Christmas (laughs) but a man was cheating on a woman and it was like he was cheating on her so much he was like okay damn I gotta leave now this is pathetic like it was kind of like he was like why do you keep taking me back bitch are you dumb literally. So you feel like he was cheating because he wanted her to leave him. Yeah, like sometimes... He just didn't want to do the dirty work. Yeah, he didn't want to do the dirty work, but it's like the dirty work has already been done, but I feel like a lot of times when a nigga knows that you know that they're cheating and they're like, you still trying to act like we're this happy family, that makes him be like, bitch. Yeah. It's a turn off to him. I don't think any man likes to knowingly walk over a woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once they know that they're walking all over you and you're allowing that... The respect just be gone. It's a turn off. Like, I mean, cause I would be that way too. Like, if I was cheating. No, as a woman, if I'm cheating on my nigga and he knows I'm cheating, and he just ignoring it, cause he just I'm be like, you pussy. You a pussy. Like. You're a pussy, and so I feel like men have that same feeling. Yeah, I absolutely think that like that shit is trash. You know what I mean? If you, mm-hmm. but then too, like I said, don't say something if you ain't gonna leave. Because then, like, if you don't leave, you just making it seem like you okay with putting up with the shit. And it, it, it like me it, it's when I was desperate. putting up with shit, like when I didn't know about shit, I didn't say nothing. And it was even so, desperate. What me? Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even saying nothing. Exactly. It was given desperate. But he didn't know I knew. It was given desperate, huh? But it's okay. How? We all been there. Because it's like, why were you allowing that? Just like we just said. But I think that... I mean, I, I do feel that way. But it's like, I don't want to get into that on the show. But it's like, I feel like you know why. Mm. It was a lot of reasons why. But, you know... Yeah. In my situation, I think sometimes... I don't know. Let me keep my comments to myself. I'm dead. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Drea Nicole. And we are here to talk about BetterHelp. Y'all know how much we love BetterHelp. I mean, like I always say, at this point, I feel like we be beating it in their head. Because we love it so much. You know, we both have counselors. We both talk to our counselors every single week. And they've been helping us a lot get through a lot of our daily issues. Mm -hmm. And past traumas and things that we've been dealing with. Right. I feel like if you've never tried therapy, this is your chance to try it we've partnered with them to get y'all a discount Mm -hmm. and we have like a user review just to let y'all know um somebody has a counselor his name is Hughes Jean Marcelin and after working with him on the issues that they had um, concerning stress addictions relationship issues and ADHD he said he is very attentive to my needs it's like he's reading you from the inside and knows exactly how to cure you so, I mean, I feel like that's my experience as well. Like, yeah. I love my counselor. She helps me whenever I'm feeling it. in my weak moments. I'll be texting mm-hmm. her. She'll text me back. It's super quick, super easy, and you yes. do it from the comfort of your own home. Yes. So, make sure that y'all go to BetterHelp.com backslash Poor Minds. That's BetterHelp.com backslash Poor Minds. And, you know, get your little percentage off yes. for the first Yes, Amen. Okay, so <laughs> I'm ready to talk about this next topic. So honestly, I really do want to know what y'all feel about that uh topic. I know Alexa is gonna clip it up for us because that was an interesting topic. It but, was. Um, so we're gonna talk about incel culture. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know what an incel is, Dre, go ahead and give them that good old uh definition. Roll that beautiful bean footage, bitch. You <laughs> know you never seen the bush. Yeah, but like what? <laughs> Roll the beautiful, the beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking dead. Okay, incel. A member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, mm. typically associated with views that are hostile towards women and men who are sexually active. Mm. So literally incel stands for involuntarily celibate. Mm-hmm. Involuntarily celibate. So I need y'all to understand. That means you niggas ain't getting no pussy and it ain't by choice. And it ain't my choice. So I need y'all to for understand. The niggas. I need y'all to understand the type of men that we're talking about before we get this started. Because you know what? <clears throat> I'm about to get in my bag on this one for a second. Because I don't know who the fuck. Has gave y'all the audacity to fucking speak for a long time. Y'all used to hide behind these fake accounts and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know who told y'all it was okay to be out in the open like this, but it needs to stop. It does need to stop. You niggas are lame. But not only that, let let me make something no, very clear. that's that's most of it. Yeah, but it's but what I'm saying is, y'all treat us. I can just speak for me and Drea. Y'all want to believe so bad that we're here because we suck somebody's dick. We fuck somebody off of the way we look. Let me tell y'all something. We are both educated we both have personalities, and we both are ambitious women. So no matter how the fuck you and feel, and we fine. Go ahead, add that on there proof. No we matter, are, but I'm just true. saying, no matter how the fuck you feel, we're gonna be here, and we're gonna get posted on the 85 South page. So y'all need to get over that for the first. And thing. posted everywhere else for that matter. But it's just so crazy because if we didn't look like this, the opinion would be different. It's only absolutely. Beca- it's only because absolutely. we're beautiful women. And they feel like we only got this. Opportunity because of how we look, and that's just not the fucking case. It's not the case. And I feel like that's something that always is just so disheartening to me ever since you know our show started blowing up. I just hate that people always try to discredit us. And dumb and, us down and, to and Dumb our looks. us down and try to make it seem like the way we look is the only reason why we here. Like, absolutely not. We definitely grinded for this shit. And on top of that, bitch, look at the material. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the looks, I'm talking about the the material, the content. Look at what we put out every week. Mm-hmm. Like Mm-hmm. Y'all be having us fucked up. Don't make me get in my bag. Mm. So the reason that we wanted to talk about this today, because it's just a lot of stuff, and we don't address online stuff ever really but But this needs to be addressed the reason I feel it needs to be addressed because it's not only happening to us though we have friends that um, have podcasts on predominantly men ran you know podcast stations Mm -hmm. and things like that so I see it happening to everyone even women online just if they want to post a sexy picture or post this and post that it's always men and the comments going in so a few weeks ago we had posted a conversation talking about we don't like when men button women's business or men that argue with women. This was last week. Right. Well, no. Well, by the um, time it's, See how I be trying to... And she don't be... I be forget time. it. I forget every, every time. time. So anyways, but it was a few weeks ago, and when they posted this clip, it was literally like 800 comments of angry men. All I was saying is, if me and you were talking about women shit or things that pertain to us, lashes, periods, makeup, Getting pregnant, anything like that. You don't need to butt in our conversation. Do you know how many times I, we even sit here and talked about lipstick and Ty here just sitting over there minding his fucking business, setting up the camera, doing men shit? Because what would he have to offer that conversation? This nigga don't know what the fuck Ruby Woo is. <laughs> He don't have an opinion or about bubble it. yum yum. So I wanted to read some of the comments. Some of the comments that we got, just so y'all can understand <clears throat> the things that you know we hear a lot. The so things we go through. One man literally said, just off of a comment, these women will never be will never be married. Mm-hmm. Another comment, they sound so ratchet. And this is actually a woman incel. Now women can be incels. Now, too. Now these bitches be incels too. She said they sound so ratchet. I'm a woman and I know females that start the argument. So this goes both ways. If you wanna, if you don't want to argue, just walk away. First of all, <laughs> like girl, that wasn't even that a wasn't point even of a what topic. the fuck we were saying. But let me tell you how incels work. They don't, they don't even try to understand. Your logic. They think you're dumb. They don't have anything to say. I really feel like people let that clip play for 10 seconds and they were just like fuck these hoes. A lot of times when people see our faces even pop up, they don't they even want to they don't want to hear say. what we have to say. But I said this actually I responded to somebody's comment under the video and I said like the problem is people people respond because they just want to have something to say. They're not really trying to understand you. People don't they're responding to, comprehend. to argue. Yeah, you're not trying to comprehend. You're listening to just so you can send a response. This nigga said, So basically just let the woman say whatever she want and shut the fuck up. Yeah motherfucking right. Sit yo in denial, no accountability, taking at talking ass down. Stop being mad. I peeped you wrong. It's okay. So if I say he's Ru- talking directly to you, he said this in the comments. But that's what I'm saying. Like I why he fucking- said it like he's talking directly to you. Like you he know was you. very pressed. <laughs> if I say I don't like how fucking Ruby Woo looks on my lips, and you're that pressed to tell me that it looks good, or you want to debate with me about that shit, more power to you. But all I'm saying, all we were saying was, shut up and listen to women. Listen to women. You we- don't even have to listen. Just don't say she. You know, but it's, but no, it is about listening because obviously y'all are going to be watching the content and y'all are going to have an opinion. That's okay. I love a good debate, male or female. I love to have a good debate. That's not what I'm talking about. But my thing is just because a woman is beautiful and you feel like she has a certain amount, like a certain standard that you can't fucking meet. That doesn't mean that she's a dumb bitch and she's a slut. They was calling a slut. Whores, and, and they're calling us everything but a child of God. Okay? It'd be so funny though when people be saying all that shit, because I'd be like, damn, I would love for you to find somebody that you know that I food. But you know what's also crazy you though? Won't. These are the same men that if they were in the position of making money or if they were in the position to be on our level, to date us, we would be the first woman that they... We're the first type oh, of women that they come and get. Absolutely, but that's why it's so crazy. It goes back to, like, being in elementary school. Like, when little boys would have crushes on you yes. and they would be mean to you. Yes, and it's but crazy. But on an adult level, Let on an adult scale, it's really crazy as fuck. And as a woman, for y'all to sit there and agree with shit like that... It's giving desperate. Well, that's pick-me culture, but again... That's definitely pick-me culture. That's another topic for another time, because the way the girls be pick-me's in the comments is really fucking sickening. And y'all don't understand, these are the type of men that are controlling. They don't want you to have a voice. They want you to be at home cooking and cleaning and not doing shit. And even with you still agreeing, disagreeing with the things that we say and feeling like that's gonna make a nigga choose you, he's still not about to treat you... No better. No better. It be the same girls that be want. They be looking at us on the yacht. You remember that little uh, Squidward meme where he like looking out the window sad. It was and up. Up with the bar. <laughs> yes. And like Spongebob and Patrick down there turning up. That's definitely me and you down there turning up. Well, because I feel like that's what women incels are too. It's the same thing. It's like women who would love to be in the position or be doing certain things but they just can't. Right. It's just, so then they choose to pick the other side. And it's so crazy because the people who have the most shit to say about us have never even tuned into the show. Never even watched the show. Never even gave it a chance. They just saw big booties, titties, and small waist. <laughs> the people who have <laughs> the most shit to say about us ain't never got no bankroll. Ain't got no bankroll, but they never even gave, gave it a chance. They just felt like, oh, which one of y'all sucked Carlos' dick to get up there? Wow. That's how they, that's how they see think. that so much in the comments, and it'd be like, neither. Neither? Like... <laughs> That's the crazy part. We did not suck, no, not now I done sucked a lot of dick in my day, but I but did not have to, Carlos and I didn't have to suck <laughs> nobody's dick. Not Ryan, not Tahir, not Chad, not nobody. Nobody that we work with. It was hard work. If and y'all don't so want to give us but people don't want to give us our things. They don't. They don't wanna give us our things. But, but it's okay. we here. So oh, yeah, right. I just need y'all to know that um we just want y'all niggas to stay out of women's business. Continue to sleep on your mother's couch. Ooh. Um, continue to use the Wendy's Wi-Fi to send ooh, your tweets ooh, out. Okay. And um, we're still gonna be here. Broke niggas talking because it's free Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? That's all that it shout is. Out to, oh, no, not shout out to him, I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> shout out to who? Cause you was gonna beat me up if I see it, so I ain't gonna say it. Who? <laughs> 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 Oh yes, install <laughs> culture. Let me tell y'all something. We not going nowhere. We're gonna be here. Um, shout out to all the beautiful women with brains out there that are ambitious and doing y'all thing. Whether We're you're a doctor, money. a lawyer, OnlyFans, podcast, whatever. Keep doing that shit. Okay, because we all here for a reason. We are. Mm. These niggas be so mad. I love it here. <laughs> it's the saltiness for me. And that's the thing about me. Like one thing about me like the hating shit, it just be motivating me. It's literally. To keep, it just motivate me to keep glowing up on people mm. all the time. Mm. Like it's like that shit not going to stop me from doing what I'm doing. It's it not really going to make me want to go harder. Yeah, it's not going to make me feel like, "Oh, I should quiet myself down or dumb myself down and I have a voice." Like if anything, it just makes me want to keep turning up. I'm gonna turn up on a hater every chance I get. Mm. Not turn up on a hater. That's a song. Every chance I get, period. Mm-hmm. Let me write that down. It's a little coasty in here. It right? is, girl. I'm over here sweating. It's the wine. Good thing we ain't barely got clothes on today. I know. I'm sweating the Look. Now we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that from? <laughs> Under my chin. Oh. That fan was wet. <laughs> Where you thought it was from? I thought it was from Heathcliff. <gasps> Legs. Wait. <laughs> Anyways, that now we're going to get into <laughs> the, the bed. <laughs> the bed. Oh, the bed. Bow, 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 bow. So today we're going to talk about how to properly spank someone. Because hmm. I feel like you niggas do not know how to smack an ass. Like, I, you know what the most embarrassing thing is? When a nigga try to smack your ass and he miss? All oh, this ass. Alex, you got your ass smacked recently. No, I wish. You did. Oh, I did. (laughs) Okay, y'all, let me tell you what happened real quick (laughs) before we get into this topic. I was leaving the club in Miami. And this drunk ass nigga just came up behind me and smacked my ass. And I was so fucking mad. Don't get it twisted. I was mad as fuck. I really wanted to say something. But, you know, I don't know who I'm dealing with. Niggas be hitting women. So I Niggas didn't want to do crazy. it. So, but I just know, like, if I was in the club with, like, you know, a nigga or somebody was with me, that wouldn't have happened. But I will say he did smack my ass good. He got a good grip on it. And I was like... <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I Hold thought on. it was you at first. Call me tomorrow. I, I thought it was you at first, but I'm not going to lie, he didn't know how to smack a mean oh, cause ass. Cuz I know how to smack a ass. So, let's talk about the form. Mm-hmm. When you smack a ass, especially from the back, you have to kind of get you know, you got to rev back a little bit. Cuz if you just do you gotta, a real quick, you tap, grippy. Yes. That's why Juvenile said on that song. What? My fingers keep slipping. I'm I'm trying trying to to grip grip that that ass." ass. Good one. Did so you gotta grip this. shit? You really you gotta have the right form. Or your, you, your hand gonna slip. I feel like when you smack that ass, it gotta follow with a grip. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta, you know, slide that you hand in. You gotta slide that hand down there too. Catch a little coochie. You do gotta catch a little coochie. <laughs> you gotta catch a little coochie at the mm. end. You know what I'm saying? So I feel. Only if you know her like that though. Well, if you're fucking her, I would hope that you know her like that. Yeah, because I'm just saying we're not advocating, because we just talked about a nigga oh, smacking no. your ass. Oh, well, are I'm talking about Talk smacking we your ass We're not advocating during... for niggas just... Well, I'm talking about smacking your, smack your ass during sex, too. Okay, That's what I was talking about. Okay. Like, smacking it during sex. I mean, I know, but I just wanted to clarify because yeah, we just talked about gra- that situation don't with be... that nigga smacking your yeah. ass. Don't smack somebody ass and grab that <laughs> coochie in the club <laughs> if you don't know her. <laughs> now, if you know me, that's a different story. <laughs> So, yes, I feel like whenever you smack somebody's ass, it needs to have a little force behind it. Like, did you ever watch Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. And I read the books before. So they made it seem like Christian Grey was this masculine man who liked to do this and do that in bed. And girl, when I seen that movie, he was smacking her ass like, yeah, he wasn't doing it right. I'm like, Mm." he wasn't doing it right. Let's do a demonstration. Play. I'm fucking dead. Okay. You won't you won't spank me? Yeah. You oh. ain't about to spank me. I got jeans on. Okay You should have worn some tights. Okay. I'm Come gonna, on. Get up. I'm scared. I can sit down. You gon' sit down? Mm. Okay. 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 All right. Ooh. This is a lot of booty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me, get, let me get in position. This what the niggas be seeing from behind? Yikes. They do. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Wait. You got to. I'm scared. I didn't want to stand up because I'm looking tacky because, you know, you right. from the waist down. I'm scared. Wait. Okay. So, you got to put your hand way back here. Uh-huh. Hold it for a minute. You got to lick it. Oh. I me, mean, you. And then you <laughs> grip it. <laughs> and you rub Because, you know, it might sting. Ooh, my that do sting. It might sting a little bit afterwards. So, you know, you got to rub on it, caress it, squeeze it some more. Uh, I just been violating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> Call me later. <laughs> I will. That was a good spell it was my, my booty hurt my, my watch came off Ooh, not the Rolly, the don <laughs> like the don likes that the don so hard. the Rolly came loose <laughs> well now y'all know how to smack that ass like that's how I said, you smack that ass if a girl likes her ass smack she wants it fucking smacked. don't be over there talking about wind that shit up Nice. i should have spanked you it's jiggly it is mm-hmm. it's giving very much salt it's jiggling baby so uh if y'all need lessons on spanking we might have to make a new patreon level <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. got a little toasty in here <laughs> what's up y'all it's your girl lex p and it's your girl Dre and Nicole, and we are here to tell y'all about honey Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. I love Honey. I love Honey too. It's so easy to use. Now y'all know I got $3. So what Honey does is it automatically fills in coupons for you when you're doing some online shopping. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. And it's literally free and installs in a few seconds. Then you just get something What you got? Yes, I just ordered an air fryer using a Honey discount code. Okay. Just last week and I love my little air fryer. It makes things so much like it makes it so much easier to cook. Yes. Like and things just move so much quicker in the kitchen. And I love it here. And you love to save a little coin now. I love it too. So all you have to do is go to joinhoney.com slash poorminds. That's joinhoney.com slash poor minds and you can start getting your savings right now, okay? Period. Mm-hmm. what we gonna call that level. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but the Dawn, spicy. that might be the we Dawn gave, level. <laughs> we done gave him kiss tutorials, <laughs> now we done gave y'all a spanking tutorial. <laughs> what the fuck is next? I'm fucking dead. Okay, so now we're going to get into the bop. Hey. rub up Ooh, you sounded exotic. rub up Okay, so I'm so excited to um, talk about this bop of the week. We're bringing her on the show, period. Yeah, we got to have her on the show. Got to have her on the show, so... Because this I... was your bop the other week, too, right? No. I've never made this my bop. Why don't people... Because somebody else said that to I me, too. I thought you had a bop by the... Well, not by... But the, by the same person, right? No, this is the no? only song I know about her. Oh. Anyways, you know, I've, I haven't had a rap song as my bop in months. hmm So, I have a rap song as my bop today. So, this girl is from Houston, She's a rapper, and let me just say, Houston is doing a damn thing right now, musically, especially with the women. So, this song is called Beating Down Your Block by Mona Leo. Mm-hmm. She came in that bitch talking shit, like, came on the track, used the Beating Down the Block beat. So, if you don't know Beating Down the Block, that's a classic. Beating Down Your Block, knocking pictures off the wall. Like, if you, that's a classic Houston if song, Houston. if you're from Houston. So, if you use this beat, like, you got to come in hard. So, mm-hmm. she came in, rolled that beat hard, talking shit, young, pretty. I love to see a young, pretty bitch rapping. Me too. I love pretty Pop bitch rap. shit queen. Yeah, she said, young, rich bitch, feel like I got something to prove. Slap the shit out me, a nigga, if he acting like a fool. And that's on fucking period. I just... She got a lot of swag to her. Mm-hmm. And to say this is her like first big single, I see it. I said the same thing about Meg when she had that freestyle. I'm gonna go find the poor minds episode. It was like two we years definitely ago. Definitely did talk about Meg. Before we talked about Meg City Meg Girls. We talked about City Girls before they got. And big. everybody was so like, huh, "I'm telling y'all." Nah, people was hating on the City Girls and Meg. They was hating on the City Girls and Meg. I'm like, she got it. This Mona Leo girl, she definitely got it. So yeah, that's my bop of the bop of the week, Mona it's Leo. Yake. It is the yak. It's starting to talk back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Mona Leo beating down your block. Shout out to Houston H Tom. <laughs> So you. So my pop of the week is "Sorry Not Sorry." It's off a DJ Kelly new album, Fire, which is featuring Nas and Jay Z. If you know me, you know I love Jay Z. So in Jay Z's verse, he said, "Hater know not to touch me. I'm with the fuckery, humbly, not respectfully. Period. No, for real though." I, I like the B line. Jay Z be popping his shit. Spit the B line, the first line when he said something about B. Sorry, that's another B. Hater still ain't recover from the other B. Mm, that's a double B. Now nah, that's a triple B. Can't forget about the other B. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> thing he gonna do he is gonna grab his, his bitch out. He gonna shout the queen out. Period. Period. We love to see it. It's I all love out to it. and Jay Z, we love it. Yes, I feel like Jay Z was talking to shit, and the fact he that was. him and Nas collab because it's been so long. Like and they had beef like, back in the day. Still to this day, like it was. Just I like, wouldn't say still. To no, this day. it's still like a little competitive thing. Because I'm not gonna lie, I mean, Nas verse was fire, but Jay Z came with that heat. Cause he knew he had, but I'm just saying he he went too hard, nigga. It's levels of hard. You went too hard, but he always do. That's why he Jay Z. I mean, true. But like I said, it's been a long time fucking coming. I actually like the uh the song Where I Come From. With uh Booju Bantan, I hope I said his mm. name right. Um, Bounty Killer mm-hmm. and all like the Jamaican legends on there. That shit is so fucking hard. One thing One I can... think DJ Kelly know how to do is put together a great collaborative album. Um now, In my personal opinion, I always like his album. Now some he, he be missing sometimes. I ain't gonna say that. You didn't like the last one? No, I'm not saying like the album is a miss. I'm saying sometimes his tracks be missing. Oh, yeah, some of the tracks, yeah, but... but... I will say he loves reggae. I can tell he loves reggae music. For the video, he went back to Jamaica, had everybody in that bitch. That hoe is hard. Yeah. That song is fucking hard. Like, oh, it it gave me chills. DJ Kelly be doing what needs was doing. I I started to dutty wine. Do you know how to dutty wine? (laughs) No. But I do We have to bring Lynn on the show one day. We are. Shout out to Lynn. Shout out to my friend. our, our Jamaican queen. Uh, okay, so I wanted to talk do a quick movie topic real quick. Yes. <sighs> Let's do it. Y'all know we love to talk about movies. Thank y'all. Let me tell you, Amazon cut the check. Amazon got for real. I swear to God, because when you told me to rewatch it, I went on. First, I went on Netflix, wasn't on there. Then I went on Hulu, wasn't on there. I went to Amazon. Prime. Amazon Prime got everything. Amazon Prime got everything. But I'm talking now, about I got some ads, but Amazon all right. needs to cut the check for Secret Society because everybody watched that whole. Yeah, literally, we, we had so a lot of many. Cut the check. We ain't doing no more free promo now. We not. Y'all need to go ahead and give us a little sponsorship. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I wanted to talk about The Devil Wears Prada. Because when I first watched that movie and watching it as an adult, I was so fucking baffled. You, you don't understand why I'm baffled? No. So what do you think about the movie before I get into my, my spiel? Okay, so the movie came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. Little backstory. Came out in 2006. Um, So, I was like 14. Ooh. It used to be one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a great movie. I think it's a great movie. Why are you bad? Be- that's Meryl what I'm saying. Streep, uh, like, Meryl St- Streep. did what needed to be done. Beautiful. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. I think it was a great movie. Let's talk about... Juni- J- no, Jennifer Hudson-Wedding. I'm thinking about six in the CD. I'm true. <laughs> but tripping. let's talk about how her friends and her boyfriend were fucking haters. Because, indeed, I think when the movie came out, everybody was like, "Oh, she chose her man and her friends, and fuck that shit. You got an opportunity at the biggest fucking magazine in the world, and you talking about no, and you want to go back to New York with your broke-ass boyfriend who makes sandwiches? (laughs) Hell no, because you know her character was after, what's the Vogue lady name? What's the Vogue lady name with the short hair and the glasses? ugh, I, I know he's talking about Anna. And Anna Wintour. Yeah. So her character was modeled after Anna Wintour or mm-hmm. whatever. So in our term, she was working at Vogue. Right. And the boyfriend was like, oh, you're changing. You're different and now. she is. That's what happens when you level what, up. That's what happens when you fucking level up. Then, remember when the B- she be- definitely leveled the fuck remember up. Remember when the BDB was liking her? Yeah. And her friend was like, oh, my God. You've changed. You've changed. Let me tell you something. If Dred- and why they made her black? <laughs> Bitch. That's, what, that's what I am like. Why y'all have to make her a black girl? Because if it was me, I would be like, bitch. Bitch, period. your BDB queen. Her man Some was working at the sandwich shop. Her man was working at the sandwich shop. And then the new man was, like, trying to get her a job, get her opportunities. He didn't do nothing BDB wrong. BDB behavior. It was very much BDB behavior. Because when I was thinking about it, and like... he was cuter. Whenever I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh, he's pushy. He's this. He's... No, he just wanted to see her win, and he liked her. But it was that Karen had out back in the day. <laughs> it really was. Mm-hmm. But now... I always was like... Mm-hmm. Why she didn't be go with choice. him? Why she didn't go with him? He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. I will say this: And what was her character's name? and was it she Andy? I sure forgot. Anyways, Anne Hathaway's character was dumb, mm-hmm. stupid. How they say it in New York? Stupid. Stupid. And I just feel like if y'all ever rewatched *The Devil Wears Prada*, now her her character was very dumb. She sacrificed a life. You sacrificed just to a lot. Be with Never. You could have been a Vogue editor by now. But and then now look also, at you. But I will say this, too. I will say this. I think the movie ended up the way that it ended up because initially that was never what she wanted to do anyways. So I think it was kind of like trying to portray that she got lost in the sauce a little bit and, like, lost in, you know, knowing who she is. And then she ended up coming back to that at the end of the movie. That's cool, but now you But I'm poor, just... I mean, you know? right, but I'm... <laughs> I'm just saying, I believe that that's why it ended up that way. Because in the beginning of the movie, remember, she never wanted to be like working in the fashion industry. She just wanted to be a reporter. Well, I never wanted to be a podcaster talking about sucking dick, but here the fuck we are. But you always like sucking dick. So here we are. (laughs) See where I'm going with this? No, I don't. (laughs) Fashion wasn't ever her forte. so like this me. is yours. Points were made. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, I think that's why I ended up Okay, like alright. And I will say this, when it comes to life, I do feel like if you're not, if it's not what you want to do, then sometimes you do gotta pass up opportunities because it's like you might get a better opportunity and it might be something that you actually want to do. Like, she passed it up, but then she might end up working for CNN. Might. I would rather work for Vogue. But, but what I'm saying is, but they all said like during the movie, they were like, if she doesn't like you. It's hard to get opportunities. Sometimes you got to do shit you don't want to do to get where you need to be, though. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I think she did that, but then she didn't want that nigga to leave her. Can't relate, because i tell her I'm not about to hold a nigga that's making pepperoni sandwiches down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Mm-mm>. Meatball subs. <laughs> Baby no ma'am <laughs> okay so I'm i just crying. had I just wanted to talk about that real quick so now we're going to get into my favorite segment oh, i love this if you want your question answered on the show make sure you email us at askpoorminds at com. this is called pour your heart out where we give you the best advice that we can okay we try you know we, we do be try. okay you want to go first if a man wants to just be friends with you, but the woman really wants to be in a relationship and the man continuously shoots you down, do you put your pride aside and just be friends or do you cut him off completely? I feel like if you can handle being friends, then be friends. But don't be like no Nikki Parker and Professor Ogilvie type shit. Like, don't do that. Hey, Professor Ogilvie! Hey! <laughs> that was a little excessive that's what I'm saying so if I you're... cringe that sh- don't get me wrong that show is so fucking funny but I literally cringe watching it cause it's so cringy don't get me started you know I watch that show everyday it's so cringy like yeah. Nikki used to be tripping and she was too good for him if you she really, really was like... for real but anyways but yeah I feel like if you can handle being she was things, a triple A I'm dead <laughs> she was ay 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 she was doing Lady of Jeep shit. She had her shit together. An, entre- she did, an entrepreneurial queen. She and you running after this community college professor. He wrote her, literally, he wrote her a letter and said, dear Nikki. She said, dear, my man loves me. <laughs> I said, oh, oh brother. enough is enough. But anyways, back to the question. I feel like if you can handle being just his platonic friend, then you can do that. Sometimes you do want people in your life rather than not at all. So, as long as you can handle being a platonic friend, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But if you're going to be making him uncomfortable, trying to flirt with him, trying to make him change his mind, then you need to cut him off. I mean, as a woman, I feel like you, should, you shouldn't... you should be running after or trying to be with a man that doesn't show genuine interest in you. Men don't like to be chased. I don't care what y'all say. Yeah, I don't know why some women think that. That's why the whole bitches proposing to niggas shit is weird to me. A a girl sliding a nigga DMs is weird to me. That as well, but I but I'm taking it a step further with the proposing (laughs) shit. Like men don't like to be chased. I feel like if a man wanna marry you, if a man wants to be with you Chrissy Livkin said now, why am I in it? Who? Chrissy? Jim Jones' girlfriend? Married? No. But she proposed to him. She said, Are they married? Now, why am I in it? (laughs) Are they married? No. Points were proven. <laughs> that's the point I'm making. Like that's cool and all to take the first step to like propose to somebody. But I feel like if a man really wanna marry you, he gonna propose to right, you and, and then y'all'll be married. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just feel like why are you worried about somebody who's not showing interest in you? It's plenty mm-hmm. of men out here who will show genuine interest in you, who do wanna date you. Stop wasting your time running behind somebody who don't want you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then if you do start dating somebody else and then he starts showing interest or whatever the case may be. Then maybe y'all could explore that. But then I wouldn't even yeah, want to. Yeah, that's what I was about At to say. At that point, I wouldn't even want to because it's like, you didn't want me. You didn't want me he when I doesn't, wanted you. He to. don't want you to be with nobody like else. He, yeah, right. it's just weird. So, It's yeah. a no for us, all. It's dog. a no, yeah. The Don don't like that. <laughs> Question two, me and my best friend have different schedules and live in different states. I do everything I can to see her when we both have time, but lately it seems as though things have been on a rapid decline because of our communication skills. She is a November Scorpio and I'm an August Leo. Hey! So things can get crazy. I was thinking about asking her to go to therapy. I remember y'all talking about going through a rough patch in y'all's friendship. Can you give me a few pointers on what I should do? Please help. The love is still there, but we are going through a rough patch. Ooh, and child, we know we well, thing thinking know, too about a rough patch. And you know they're going to be mad because they get tired of us talking about these, but we <laughs> don't care. I'm here to tell you right now. Uh, we, we don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> I love that That shit is so fucking. We are so funny. (laughs) We so goofy. (laughs) Stop. What? Okay, so I will say this. We just had this conversation the other day. Um, I feel like in order to move past anything, when you're dealing with anyone, mom, dad, friend, you have to take accountability. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people don't want to see what they've done wrong Mm -hmm. and they want to continuously blame the other person. So, I mean, I don't mean to bring this back to me and you, but I feel like the first step in me and you healing in our friendship was like, you know what? I was doing this to Drea. I was purposely saying things, purposely pushing your buttons. So, the I antagonizing. I was definitely doing a lot, but you also was like admitted to the things that you were doing yeah, as for well, sure. you know what I'm saying? So I think the first thing is y'all both have to be on the same page as like recognizing what you've done to hurt the other person mm-hmm. and be really wanting to change it. Cuz you said the love is still there, and I think that was the most important thing with me and you. <clears throat> Even though we like Could not get along. There was still love there. Mm-hmm. outside of business I think that's why we continue with the show though we say that all the time like it was just kind of because it, it it got to a point in our friendship where like we really wasn't fucking with each other to the point that like the only communication we would have was every week when she would come over to my house and that was it. we would record the we show. We would see each other on and that Tuesdays be, and that was it. Right and that would be it so I think that you know because we loved each other so much and we didn't just want everything to completely be done we still held on to like that little piece that kept us together which was the show Mm -hmm. so I 100% agree with Lex I feel like you know both parties have to take accountability and then you have to do the work to excuse me to have a better friendship and a better relationship um I think that's the problem with a lot of people people just give up on things or you know throw things away because a lot of people don't want to do the work because it's much harder to do work than to just be like fuck this shit like Tyree said throwing the towel when did he say he that? He said throwing the tile on the verses. I am dead. But he said T-I-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> but now, so yeah, it's Tyrese. much... Shout out to Tyrese. We still love you over I here. I am so... Keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, yeah, it's much easier to just, you know... Give up on shit right, and to actually the do work. the work to make things work out. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you, like you say, the friendship is still—I mean, the love is still there in the friendship. Then I definitely think that y'all should. We didn't ever get to the point to where we had to go to therapy, but I think that would have been an option if it was an option for us. You know, then financially, I had three dollars there; I couldn't go to therapy. <laughs> then. But if like now we weren't getting along and like we needed yeah. to go to therapy, I definitely would. Alright, question and three. Scorpios are very intense people. Very intense. And me being an You said you're an August Leo. I'm an August Leo, so I know you be in your feelings about it. You be overthinking a lot of things, and so... And I have dated a November Scorpio, even though this is a friendship, so... I was friends with a November Scorpio. We not friends no more. Not to, you know make you feel bad or nothing or who the girl oh. cause I was saying I'm not friends with the girl who I was friends with It was a November Scorpio it was just it was too intense yeah. it was way too intense yeah. I didn't have time for this shit mm. but anyways next question I'm newly single and staying this way for a while I haven't been in years and I owe it to myself to chill out a bit I i want to have some fun even though i'm going to be blah and numb for a while from the breakup i'm not even referring to sex but freeing fun like dancing and darn near flirting with whoever i don't even want to hit up anyone yet because i'm not even trying to entertain someone right now if slash when i do get ready do y'all recommend actually hitting up a number that was given to me do y'all give y'all numbers out to guys or take theirs do y'all play coy when a guy first introduces himself to you and if i do reach out first what the heck do i say besides Hey, I'm a terrible texter, but I also don't like talking on the phone so that someone isn't a stranger anymore. I guess this is an oxymoron if I'm trying to get to know a person. Mm. Well, I'll say the first thing you said is if and when I do get ready. So don't even do this until you're ready because you're going to be wasting your time and wasting somebody else's time. Mm -hmm. It's okay to take your time out and heal. I think a lot of people are scared to be alone. They don't like to be alone. There is so much power in healing because let me tell you something. I went through a situation where I was dating somebody that wasn't healed and it was hell for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's not fair to yourself or fair to the other person. If you try to, you know, open a door when the other one isn't closed. So definitely make sure you're healed. Take your time. But yeah, once you're ready to get out there, if somebody gave you their number, hit them up. Hey, what's up? This is Lex. You gave me your number at such and such. What you up to? Mm Mm-hmm. Easy way to start a conversation. Um, but I feel like whenever you're ready it's, that conversation is going to flow. It's going to be easy. She said do, but y'all, you are, oh. do you give your numbers out to guys or take theirs? I typically if it's somebody I want, I'll give you I'll my give number. I'll give you my number. Yeah. If it's somebody I don't want, I'm going to take your number. Yeah, like Because sometimes I just think that's easier. Because some niggas be just way too adamant and too pressed. Mm-hmm. So it's just easier to get them out, th- out your face if you just, you know, go ahead and take their number. But um, she said I'm a terrible texter and I also don't like talking on the phone until that someone isn't a stranger anymore. But it's like how do you get to a point to where you get to know somebody if you're not texting them or talking to them on the phone? Mm-hmm. How are you going to get to know them? So I think well, you kind like, of... Well, yeah, she did say it was an oxymoron, but I, I, you can set up dates then. Yeah. Like, know. It doesn't have to be a date. Or y'all could just go to happy hour during the day. Something like. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? So I get it though because unless like I really fuck with you... In the beginning stages, I'm not a good texter either. And I don't like to be on FaceTime either. Like, yeah. I gotta, I like to, I'm a face-to-face person. So I definitely feel her on that. We just gotta get to the point to where we're seeing each other. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel you on that. Um, and she also said, do y'all play coy when a guy first introduced himself to you? Koi ain't in the Don vocabulary, nah. No? Yeah. If I'm interested, no. It ain't no playing coy around here. It's either, hey, or let me suck your dick. It ain't no in-between. All right, question number four. Okay, I recently went through a situation where a friend of mine misinterpreted a tweet. In hindsight, I understood how she could have taken the tweet personally. However, in the moment I was not thinking about her when I wrote the tweet. Apparently, a mutual friend of ours decided to send her the tweet and discuss my intentions with her instead of me. At no point did anyone come to me and I didn't realize the tweet was an issue until I reached out to the friend and realized she was ignoring me. I reached out again to make sure I wasn't tripping and that's when I realized she blocked me on social media it was odd to me that she talked to everyone else except me about the issue i reached out to apologize however she never apologized for going so far as blocking me and telling everyone except me what the issue was am i wrong for officially ending our friendship i just think that if you're talk if you're if you're someone i talk to on a regular basis it was over dramatic and very unnecessary to handle the things that she did over a tweet I agree. Yeah, I agree, too, especially considering that she was reaching out to other people and talking to them about it instead of talking to you about it. Because, like, we've been through this before. You had posted something on social media and I didn't. Run to this person to run and go look what Dre... I said, is this about mm-hmm. me? So and I, I said... Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how the conversation right. went. But that's what friends do. If we friends, we gonna talk about it. If I ever see Dre post something, or any... Killa, Lauren, anybody, Allie, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, hey, what's up? What we we got a problem, and it could have been nipped in the bud right now. You could have been like, "Oh no, girl, this is about such and such because I did this and then that, and that will happen," and it could have ended. I think that's the problem with a lot of people. People take shit way too far. It, it's like you taking shit too far, in my personal opinion, when you start involving other people because other people don't need to be involved in a friendship that is. Two people. Mm -hmm. It's me and you. So we should be able to handle our problems accordingly and deal with them between the both of us. Why do you got to get all of these other people involved? And I think that's one thing that helped with us too because we would confide in our friends, but Mm -hmm. our friends never got involved. Right. Because like Jordan never, Jordan never like blocked me or used to shake. Like Jordan never got involved. Right. Lauren never got involved. Mm -hmm. Like none of our friends ever got involved in us not getting along. Right. So I feel like you're not wrong for internet friendships. Some people just don't be solid. Yeah. Some people don't be solid in. People be childish as hell. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because to me, that's childish behavior. That's not moving like a grown woman. Mm hmm. So, yeah. You ready? I'm I, about to sing. I don't be knowing if I'm ready. I don't know. So, first of all, let me say this was a request. From who? From whoever runs the Poor Crew page. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Shout out to the person that runs the Poor we Crew have a fan, fan page. We fan page, y'all. So make sure y'all follow Make sure bandages. y'all follow them. Baby. Poor, is it poor underscore crew? No, it's just poor it's crew. It's just poor crew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure y'all follow poor crew. Yes, they, baby. When the uh, audio drops, they be posting. When the visual drops, they be posting. Drops, everything. They be not po- Sometimes they even post the clips. We kind of really need to put them on payroll. You know what I'm saying? Because they real? be posting a good clip too. To them. So, yes, they actually requested this song. And it is so funny because I have a story about this song. Pass me the wine. Please. Okay. Thank well, you. What's wrong? No. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> well, I need to get my vocals up. Mm-hmm. So, I, y'all, I told y'all I used to be in the studio, right? And I used to want to be a singer so big. When I was in fourth grade, I sang this song at the talent show. Damn, is that old? <laughs> it's a old ass song. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> Anyways, I sang this song fourth grade at the talent show. So when they asked me to sing this, I said, you ain't said nothing but a word. You ain't said nothing but a Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's what you get for trying to look. <laughs> you know these are weapons of mass destruction. So, yes, I sang this at fourth grade. And I just remember after I sang it, everybody was like, wow, the voice of an angel, uh, the next Whitney Houston, if you will. Um a superstar <laughs> a superstar in her own right. So um I'm, I know you for I just wanna say thank you to my fans, my family, the supporters of my singing career, cause it's coming back. Period. <clears throat> you ready? Are you ready? cause you gon' you gonna join in. I know you know this song. Do I? Yeah. You always be assuming I know stuff and I don't be you knowing Just snap what? with me. You ready? You ready? So nod your head and I'ma start. Just one nod. How did you get here? Bitch, I caught the buzz. Nobody's supposed to be here. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying that love thing for the last time. My heart says no, no. Bitch, your heart can't talk. (laughs) Nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be (gasps) here. But you came along and changed mine. I swear to God, yes, it was. Google it, bitch. Now before I was rudely interrupted, (laughs) I've spent all my life. On a search to find Oh, love will stay for eternity That hell and sin to fulfill my needs But when I turn around Again, love has knocked me down My heart got broken, though it hurts so bad I'm sad to say love wins again so I play- place my heart under lock and key. Ooh, yeah. Take some time and take care of me. <laughs> but-, but I don't even try (laughs) it. Shout out to Deborah Cox. That was a fucking bop. Shout out to Miss Cox. Period. Yes, it was fourth grade. For me, you were a child. I swear. Okay, maybe it was either fourth grade or fifth grade. I remember, only reason I said it wasn't fourth grade for you is because you're only two years older than me. And I remember being, I'm telling you what I did a Little kid on the bus, like like five. I sang sang, when I heard this song for the first time. I sang a Tamar Braxton song. What was the other song? It was a Tamar, either I sang Tamar first or Deborah Cox first, but I know it was either fourth or fifth grade. Mm. I promise you, bruh. I mean, maybe it was maybe I I I was seven because second grade you are like seven. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Shout out to Deborah. Shout out to Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Make sure y'all get that new merch. That's about the... It already dropped at this point. The pack-in. The pack-in. Make sure y'all get y'all merch. Poorminds.com. Askpoorminds at gmail.com. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Let me look at when this song was made. Please. Because... Ooh, excuse me. Mm. I just burped.